Now Rashi in Mesech Tanis, when the Gemara says, Kishem Mishanichas of Mamatin Besimcha, Kach Mishanichas Ador Mamarbim Besimcha, Rashi adds, What's so unique uh, about Ador? Of we know it was Choven Besim Mikdash, but why is Ador a time to be Marbe Besimcha? Says Rashi, the Nisim that happened in Ador and during Purim and Pesach in Nisan. Rashi adds, not only, he says, not only that the Nisim that happened on, on Purim is the reason for us to rejoice on other, but he adds also Pesach. Pesach is another uh, time from Nisim, and that's why we're Marba B'Simcha and other. So somebody asked Rabbi Yankiv Emden in the Tshuva, why is Rashi adding Pesach? Pesach is in the month of Nisan. We're asking, why is other so important, so joyous? So why is Rashi adding in Pesach, which happened a month after that? Says Rabbi Emden that Rashi is trying to tell us why is it that because we had Nisim happen to us and other, we make the whole month a month of Simcha. And what happened about Kislev? We also had Hanukkah in Kislev. So we should be Marba B'Simcha in Kislev. We also had Nisim in Pesach, in Nisan. So why doesn't it say, Mishenichlas Nisan Marbim B'Simcha? Ella, so Rashi wants to address that question and says, no, it's because Adar is followed right away by Nisan. So we have now two months in a row of Nisim. So therefore, Adar now marks the beginning of a season of Nisim. That's why Adar is so special. That's why Rashi mentions both, that this is the reason why Adar was made into a special day, a month of, of Simcham. And that's why he says that Rashi also wants to allude that if it's a leap year, you should only make the second month a month of Simcha, but not the first month. Marbim B'Simcha is only in other Sheni in a, in a leap year, because it comes close to Nisan when there is when we have the miracles of Pesach. But other Rishin is not in close proximity to Pesach. That's why Rashi is saying the Nisim of Purim and the Nisim of Pesach, because they're in close proximity to each other, that's why, that's what makes this month of others so special and so joyous. That's what Rabbi Yaakov Emden says. Some Sefer says something a little different, but the Rebbe has a remarkable explanation for this. The Rebbe says like this, in essence, the big simcha of Purim is kimu vekibula yehudim, the fact that by Purim, the Jewish people accepted the Torah again out of their own initiative, their own volition. By Matan Torah, Hashem held the mountain over their heads. It was Ba'inus. It was against their will, as the Gemara says in Shabbos. But on Purim, when we saw the incredible miracle that Hashem showed us, we said to Hashem, now we'll recommit ourselves to Torah mitzvahs, but not because you made us. Now we're taking it on because we want it because we are accepting it out of our own volition, our own initiative. So that's the great Simcha of Purim. So the Rebbe and Pesach is also that. Pesach is connected to Matan Torah. The whole in of Pesach is that by Tziach, the whole purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was to bring the Jews to Matan Torah. That's the Simcha of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It's time, not time to leave bondage from the Mitzrayim, it's that we, we are now ready to go to Har Sinai, to Matan Torah. So both Nisim and both events are connected with the great Simcha of Matan Torah and Kabbalah Satera. But on 
Pesach led to Matan Teher Har Sinai, which was Bo'enis, against our will. And the Ness of Purim led to a Kabbalah Satayah, which came from ourselves. We did it by our own initiative. Now, the Simcha that we have in other is, is a unique Simcha. It's a Simcha that is greater than the Simcha of, of Matan Teherah Bashvuas. Because by Matan Teherah, we didn't accept it ourselves. We accepted it only because Hashem made us do it. Daf Kippurim, because it came from our own initiative, our own volition, now the Teherah resonated with us. And that was the whole purpose of Teherah. The Ebrishtu wanted that his will would begin to resonate with our own sensibilities. And that happened after on Purim. That creates a great simcha. When you begin to resonate with, with Hashem's will, that, that causes incredible simcha. When you're forced into something, the simcha is not so much there. And the Rebbe says that this is also why the miracles of Purim and Pesach are also different. They reflect exactly the nature of the Kabbalah, the two types of Kabbalah Satayra, of Shavuos and Purim. What happened on Pesach was that Hashem came down to Mitzrayim and pulled us out. What's called the Chassidus Milmailo Lamata. He brought power to his knees and forced him to concede and to let the Jews go. He didn't convince Paroi that it's good for him to let the Jews go. Paroi kept chasing after them even after Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. He went to the Yamsuf to chase after them. He was breaking Paroi, not transforming him. And the miracle was that Hashem came down and took us out by force. He imposed his power on the Mitzrayim and took us out by hook and by crook, as they say. The, the Nes of Purim is very different. It's a Nes which is all Malubush and Teva. Nature itself agreed to collaborate with Hashem's will. It wasn't a Nes where Hashem broke nature. In the contrary, He transformed nature to become a, a, an, a, an accessory to bring the salvation of the Jewish people. And this is a much greater miracle because that's transforming nature not to be in opposition, not to be rivaling the world of miracles, but to be, in fact, an ally to the world of the supernatural. That It, it exhibits the truth that Hashem is in nature and above nature at the same time. And he's ma'achet both. It's a much greater, much greater event revealing a much in a much deeper way the achtos of Hashem. Not only that he can control nature and break it and over, overpower it, but he can reveal that, that nature itself is is also him, and not something separate that needs to be broken. And this is exactly what happened with the different types of Kabbalah Zotayr. When Torah is given with a mountain over our heads, then it doesn't conform with our sensibilities. We, we surrender to Hashem's will because that's what Hashem wants. By Purim, it says, Kibu Vekiblu, Berotzen. That means that now Torah resonates with our own sensibilities, transforming our own sensibilities into Torah sensibilities, into godly sensibilities. And this is why this Rashi brings both the Ness of Purim and the Ness of Pesach because they're both interconnected. These are two stages in Kabbalah's Torah. But the, the big Simcha, the Hemshech of Kabbalah Satayra that happened Davke on Purim, 
the culmination, the climactic moment of Kabbalah Satera, happened not at Har Sinai, Dafke in the story of Purim, when, when finally this, his Galos Alekis, this is Galos which happened at Har Sinai, finally made its way into our own Seichal, in our own Midas, that we ourselves were enthusiastically uh, uh, committing ourselves again and in the story of Purim. But why is Rashi bringing also Pesach? If Purim is really indeed the more important one, the more important, the real Simcha. And the Rebbe explains that there is a Maila also in the Kabbalah Satayr of Shavuos. Because because Shavuos is a, is a Hisgalos, a revelation which is not contingent on us, on us accepting. It's Hashem as He is coming down to us and revealing His presence. His Kol Yochle can reveal His presence anywhere, even here on earth, even in a place which is resistant to His to his message. He can force himself into the world and the world will accept him because that's what he wants. But that revelation is of a more uh, sublime nature. When, on, during Purim time, we committed ourselves because we felt excited, because our sensibilities compelled us to accept the Torah, it's still limited by human initiative. The ultimate, the ultimate purpose of Matan is to have the combination of both milas. On the one hand, it's Hashem as He is in His unadulterated form, and in the most limitless and boundless uh, um, self, coming down at Har Sinai, and yet that should resonate with every fiber of our being. And that's why Rashi mentions both, but the main simcha is really poem.